time to go viral. I'm homicidal, I'm killing all my rivals. I'm the man, shit, I put that on the Bible. I gotta find my target, cause you know I got the title. Hey, I'm a Mac too. I told baby, shake that ass like she apple. She said it's real, so she got my name tattooed. House full, so I hit it in the back room. Whoa, baby said she needed nail, peep the urgency. I want a little Kim before she had the surgery. Leg spread on that hardcore poster. She love twerking, she just do it for the coach. Big dog, big dog, bull master. Six tray Chevrolet, I'm classic. All these niggas mad at me, that's tragic. The main bitch in the bed, that's graphic. Yeah, we about to go viral. Hey, hey, hey. We about to go people. It's your boy, the one and only your host that do the most, Mr. Viral himself. Welcome back to another episode of the Viral Way Podcast. Make sure you share, like, subscribe to the channel. As always, we got the crew in the building. We got Messiah the Great. He here to lead the way. I got my boy in the building, Kali the One, Disorderly Conduct's own. And we're going to skip the intros today because we got to get right to business, man. It's Black History Month and the fuckery done already started. Now, mind you, let me put a disclaimer out there. I'm personally not a fan of the whole Black History Month thing. Like, we are part of American history. What the fuck you mean, black history? And then you're going to give us the shortest month of the year? That alone was a backhanded compliment anyway, so I don't even be rocking with that shit anyway. But just for the fact that it is Black History Month, and we starting off with Tyrese saying he wishes sometimes he wakes up and wishes he could be Hispanic, is fucking crazy. Let's start there. Now, everything he said... I felt was legitimate. The Hispanics, they 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 about their families, they about their culture, you know, they more they got more togetherness. That is a fact and that is true. So if he just would have left it at that, it would have been cool in my opinion. But the fact that you added in sometimes I wake up and wish I was one of them is fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. Especially being a black man, the original man, the most the most emulated, the most imitated man on the planet, every culture imitates the black culture. So for you to wake up and say, oh, because their family structure is more together and they more about their culture, I wish I was them, is fucking crazy. And you did it on black his- during Black History Month? What Charlamagne say? Donkey of the day, man. You might get donkey of the month for that shit, man. 23rd Street. And Tyrese, we, we've been standing with you, bro. When all that shit happened with, with your baby yeah. mom, we spoke yeah. out for you. When all that shit happened with Vlad, we spoke out for you. And this how you do, niggas? This why you got to be careful with who you be backing and representing because these niggas be low-key weirdos. But how y'all feel about this shit? Go ahead, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tyrese is crazy. Like you said, I mean, Black History Month. Um, and everything he said about our community and the things that we need to you know, adjust and improve on, I think he was 100% correct. But again, it's the delivery. It's the words that he chose. He said, you know, I sometimes I wake up and wish I was Latino. Like, starting off anything with that, after that, people not probably going to listen to anything you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Or get it because of the first four or five words. So I think what he said um, was correct, again. But putting that before everything else, it's like you must not want people to, to understand where you're coming from. Um, and like you said too, we've we've been with Tyrese through a lot. You know, we've seen a, we've seen him do a lot, act out a lot on social media. I feel like, and everybody's kind of backed him and supported him. But um, I don't know. I just I just think it's one of those things that it's kind of like the Kanye uh, slavery was a choice thing. Like there's truth in what you're saying, but the way you said it just fucked it up. So it's gonna it's gonna remain controversial. Yeah, cuz is he wild for for saying that? <laughs> he wild. 
But like I said, I understand everything else that he's trying to that he's trying to commute out there because at the end of the day, we we are we say this shit all the time that black people come together, we be this and we be that. But was I'm gonna go a little off top with Tyrese because the way everybody is so proud to be black right now when it's Black History Month is how niggas are supposed to be all year. Mm. Like you just said, it's not supposed to be just oh Black History Month now we turning up and we together and we this and we that. But Tyrese is crazy at the end of the day, cause like you are a successful black man, like one of the greatest successful black men at, at that. Movies and music and all type of crazy shit. So you a big influence, and to, to still hate your own blackness at this point, I think it's a little deeper, cause he felt like their relationships are better, cause he brought up women too. You know what I mean? He ain't mm. really been successful in that department in his mind. So I think that way of him dealing with and growing up around black things is. Fucking his his mental up, but like, uh, you you got you 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 way too on to be wishing you was another race. Like, that's I'm gonna tell you when it started. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. tell you when it started. When that motherfucking Django auditioning tape came out, and every <laughs> nigga on the planet was clowning his ass. That's when his hatred for itself started. If you have not seen the Tyrese Django auditioning tape, I challenge you to go watch that. That nigga looked. Crazy, and we bled that nigga as a community. Yeah, I didn't Black see Twitter it. went crazy. That's when the self hate started. I'm telling you, he got on Twitter. He thought that was it. Niggas was like, "What do you do? What do? What, what, what bro, was the it? Nick- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I wish I could pull a clip up. But I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna show and let you see it. That's when the self hate started. He was looking at his mentions. He was like, "Fuck this! I want to be Latino. It's over for this and this nigga shit. I'm done with that." It was cool. Bro. And on top of that. I knew Tyrese was a little questionable when he was on, on the internet crying about his baby yeah. mama. Like, literally, boo-hoo crying. And we say this all the time. A man that's not in control of his emotions is a dangerous man. It's a man you can't trust. One day you wake up, too black, too strong. Next day you wake up, man, I wish I was Latino. Like, come on, cuz. Shout out to my Latinos, too. But they ain't waking up saying, I wish I was black. Like, come on, cuz. You, like, like bro just said, you're an example. You are in the limelight. So you could shift the mindset of black people to become what you want us to become. We Our culture looks up to celebrities. So if you start pushing, okay, let's be more about our culture. Let's learn about our history. And actually start giving out facts of our history because you got a platform. Actually start showing black families. Start showing more videos out with your kids or just doing things in the community with, with kids. It ain't even got to be your kids if you don't want to put them out there. But it's a lot of ways you could have portrayed that message other than saying, I wish I was a Latino when I wake up. Like, come on, cuz. Like, you out of pocket for that. And this is also why, me personally, I don't look to celebrities, um, entertainers for any sort of advice on what to do within the community, how to better the community, because... I feel like there's so much so on the side of like out of touch being that they have a lot of money and a lot of fame and resources and they're able to do things that other people aren't able to do to where when they say stuff, it comes off crazy because they're in a situation and they're surrounded by people that most regular people are not. So their opinion is always different to me. And not only that, you know, somebody's controlling their checkbook to a certain degree where they're going to say, you know, whatever it is to remain in good standing with whoever is backing him financially. But um and then you know Tyrese too, it could be it could be some colorist uh colorism issues in there as well, which I've seen people kind of touch on that and how um you know the way that darker skinned people are treated within the black community it could it could have 
could have been some of that as well. I don't, I don't know, but it's it, all around is crazy. Fuck all that though. But yeah. Tyrese, he come from Watts, cuz from what I know, he supposed to have thicker skin than that. At the end of the day, cuz you supposed to stand strong on this. I just want to read a little bit of what cuz says mm-hmm. for people that think we just speaking on cuz and all that. He says, sometimes I wish I was born Latino. I mean, the Latin community is grounded in family, loyal entrepreneurs, businessmen, and women literally represent the dream, the grind, the hustle, doing whatever it takes to stick together against all odds. So that's basically what he said. It's a lot more than that, but I'm I'm just giving that to sum it up, though. I thought he said, wake up. The nigga said, born? That's even deeper. Yeah, that's I thought I he said, sometimes yeah, I wake up and think, nah. I'm like, you wish you was born yeah. Latino? The crazy part about that, though, is like, and this is what I'm saying about people Obviously, there's some self-hating there because it's like everything you said, black Americans have done. That's what I was getting. That's Facts. what I was going to agree on. Black Americans have done that. So it's like we've practiced family. We've practiced financial stability. We've, we've advanced within culture, within relationships, et cetera. How do you think we got to the point we are right now? So it's like. And look, I want to say this. <laughs> this is what happens when you get too removed from your people with your celebrity. This is why people was mad at Nip for always going back to his hood. But that shit keep you grounded. So it's like you could be mad, yeah. It might be a bad decision, but I mean, what's the alternative? Now, now you up in these upper echelons, and this shit full of weirdos. Like this ain't me. I'm, I'm gonna lose myself fucking around in these crowds. Let me go back and fuck with my folks and stay grounded. And I think that's what happens with a lot of these celebrities. You get around the weirdos so long, you lose yourself and your own identity. Nigga, pull up to Watts. Go throw, go, go throw a fundraiser in Watts, nigga. Throw a concert in Watts. Go, go fuck with your folks over there in Watts. Go drive around the projects in Watts and, and, and see the type of community that we got. Like you said, we, I don't know nobody more family-oriented than the projects because they all in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout, shout out to, the, uh, to every project in Watts, too. But if you ain't seen this audition tape, because bro ain't seen it, I'm going to let you just see how crazy this shit is. <laughs> Everything could do out his mind. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. They black cut for this. What, what, what part was he supposed to be playing? <laughs> this was supposed to be Django. Oh yeah, <laughs> this his version of a slave. So he was supposed to play Jamie. This was Jamie played. This was yeah. Jamie played. Oh, Jamie murdered it. Yeah, he'd yeah. been. Like, Tyrese would have been the weakest. Cut was in the cave doing all screaming at the top of his fucking lungs, all type of crazy shit. Cut played baby boy again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> black Twitter bloody for this. This was his low key like fuck you niggas after this. I couldn't believe he did this shit. Damn, what a part with a nigga screaming like crazy. Did they give him a script or them niggas had to just finesse their I think he just finessed it. They probably gave him a little something, but still, a lot of it I feel like is acting out, you know? Like, sort of. Yeah, that's wild. It's like 20 minutes of Cud just doing that. Like, Tyrese Cud, that's that's donkey of the day, bro. I ain't even finna go all day with you, my nigga. Tap back in with your folks, nigga. Tap back in with your people. I'm going to say that. Because you was crying about these white platforms not supporting niggas. Fuck that, nigga. You come support the black platforms. Highlight us, the Byway Podcast. We can sit down and talk about it. And there's plenty of other black black platforms out here that you could pull through. Now, Cud need to be that person that he looking for. You know what I'm saying? If our community fucked up, mm. like you said, the same way Nip was going to his hood and trying to reinvent and do a lot of different things and show niggas a better way of bringing us together... He complaining about it, but you need to be the nigga going out there doing that. I'm not saying he ain't doing nothing. I don't know what he do behind closed doors. But on the forefront of showing people, that's how you need to get and change the minds and perspectives of people. That's how you're doing that shit. Especially he got you you way into too much of a position, cause you're doing fast and furious 20 or some shit. Like, come on, <laughs> bro. Up, like, yeah, fast and furious unlimited. You, you yeah. up. Then go drop a bag and watch, nigga, and show them niggas and get them niggas right, man. Hey, <laughs> look. 
Black History Month, I swear to God, every time it hit, fuckery just start. Here, here goes some more fuckery for you. White people. This one for y'all, because y'all really got us fucked up, right? White people are now claiming the fade and the swag surf. So now the fade went from a fade to the Travis Kelsey. I think New York Times put out an article saying, oh, yeah, this, this new haircut that's taking the, the nation by storm to Travis Kelsey. Cause that's the boosie. Y'all got yeah, us yeah, fucked yeah, yeah. up. Before the Travis Kelsey, it was the boosie fade. And before the boosie fade, it was just a fade. Or a bow cut. Because this is yeah. what y'all don't understand, right? <laughs> the boosie fade ain't for everybody. It ain't for me. Yeah. You got to have a certain type of head structure for that fade. <laughs> if you ain't got that big ass hook in the back, it ain't going to work. Mm. If your shit flat in the back like mine a little bit, you might need a drop fade. You can get a high fade, a mid fade. It's all type of fades. But for y'all to try to gentrify a fucking haircut... It's crazy. Y'all like to say race don't matter. If it don't matter, then give niggas the credit. Because the only white boys that you see with this type of haircut, the ones who grew up with niggas, yeah. or the ones who date black women. Or who, admire, like, or who babe, admire niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah, or they yeah. admire niggas. They look up to the rappers. But give credit where it's due. We don't take credit for that bullshit school shooter 3,000 haircut y'all be having. Nah, we we'll let y'all rock. We don't take credit for the mullets. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right, the mullets, that's y'all. All the lineups and anything with edge-ups came from black people. We know this because yeah. everybody know this. Niggas, a lot of, y'all got different hair textures. Black niggas was getting the fresh, sharp lineups and doing all that shit. Then other niggas started doing it. Like, we know what the shit come from, cuz. That's, That's a fact. A fact. Yeah. Like, stop playing with niggas. And, and I know what y'all gonna say. Y'all gatekeeping a haircut? Nigga, yes. We're gatekeeping what the fuck we created. Niggas created the edgers and all that. Like like he said, the sharp 90 degree edge ups, that's us, bro. All of that is us. And we gatekeeping it. Give us credit where it's due. I remember y'all tried to hijack dreadlocks for a minute. Mm -hmm. Talking about, oh, the Nordic Vikings and all that. Man, shut the fuck up, man. Niggas had dreads since the ancient pyramid <laughs> days, nigga. We have uh, a fucking... Uh, drawings on the pyramid of niggas with dreads and waves and all type of shit. Like, stop playing with niggas, bro. Start giving us our credit. Nah, facts. And the reason why it's um, so important to gatekeep it is because we have music that they've taken and then they've turned it into hits, even though it came from some people that sang it before them, groups that have sang it before them, and they've gotten all the royalties and fame and money from it while the black people who actually created it didn't get nothing. You've seen it with dances. You've seen it with uh, certain traditions. Now you're seeing it with hair, with the fade, where it's like this is just another thing that they're going to take, try to take, gentrify, and then make their money off of it and make it seem like it was theirs the whole time it was ours. So that is the reason for gatekeeping it because you, this is the shit they do. And you know what's more crazy? Somebody just showed me some information about like all this designer shit that they got from African tribes and all that type of shit. I don't know if y'all seen those videos that's going viral right now, but from the LV from the symbols. Fendi, yeah, all they symbols Pizzati. came from niggas. Yeah, exactly. And, and they giving them niggas no credit. You know what I mean? They ain't dropping a check. Y'all ain't doing shit. I'm talking about literally taking their whole designs from colors to everything mm -hmm. and Nigga, just bringing it out here. The swastika was an African symbol. The swastika. They turned it into some racist shit and hijacked it. This is what happened when you don't gatekeep your culture and just invite everybody to the barbecue. Your shit mm -hmm. get hijacked. Ten years down the line, it get re-rinsed. It get re-rinsed and all of a sudden, we created it. Yeah. They talking about uh, fucking um, Taylor Swift came up with the swag surf. Yeah, like, that's come insane. on, cuz. We're, yes, we're gatekeeping dances as well. She didn't come up with this shit. Start giving niggas their credit. I forget who even made who uh, made the song. The swag I don't surf. even know, but we know some. No, no, no. It was a song, the swag surf. That's when the shit hit the nation. Yeah, I know you're talking about I'm swagging. I'm swagging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that shit, that's yeah. us. See, they had this. We was doing. Y'all was doing this at the games. Yeah. 
Niggas we, we, like, we got, okay, we, we. you gonna put your whole body into it, put the rhythm into it. You might pause, look to the side, back into it. Like, come on, cuz, stop playing. We put the swag in the fucking surf. Stop playing with niggas. How y'all feel about this shit, though, man? No, that's a fact. Um, Again, man, it's just something that that we can't even swag surf. Yeah, I'm no tripping today. It's like it's like everything that the white people be taking though. They just burn it out. Like that's what they do. They do that with the dances, with clothes. You feel me? You can't even wear certain short shoes no more because niggas done burnt it out. So it's like that's kind of what what's going on right now. Once, Here goes, once they get hold of nah, it, not I'm, not, I'm not I'm not nah, mad. Yeah. I'm not mad when they do what they do. I just be it just bothered me when y'all just act like it's y'all doing it when y'all don't give credit. You know what I mean? But. That's all that be. They be playing on some 48 Laws of Power shit, nigga. Make y'all do the work, but we take the credit. Hey, and it, sh- yeah. it shows, too, though, yeah. how, like, these a lot of white people live in a whole different world or they're just ignorant to, to black culture in general because, like, you tell them you ain't never seen a nigga with that fade before? Man, it's impossible. Man, they know what the fuck going on. Like, you get on stage, y'all coming out of here. They're not ignorant, nigga. They know what's going on. They like when they hijack shit. Like this. That shit crazy to me. It's this chick. Her name is, I don't even know how to pronounce her last name. Kristen, it looked like jacuzzi or some shit. She just got the licensing from the NFL to be able to use the team logos on her clothes. Now, there was a black woman who went viral on TikTok who was already doing that. And before she was doing that, you remember we had the NBA patch pants yeah. back in like 03, 04, the NFL patch pants, NFL patch jackets. Niggas made that shit cool. But once again, I think the black lady on TikTok I didn't read the full story, so I don't know if she got a cease and desist, but it was something like that where she got shut down, basically. And voila, somebody white hijacked the idea, and now they finna make millions of dollars off some shit niggas was already doing. This is what happens when you don't gatekeep the culture. It gets hijacked, and they make money off it, even though you created it. So niggas gotta start being more cutthroat with this shit, because they cutthroat with their culture. They ain't letting you hijack that shit. But this is what happened when you invite everybody to the barbecue. Now, I'm not racist. I fuck with whoever fuck with us. I fuck with white people. But y'all going to start giving niggas their credit. Bottom line. Facts. What else we got going on in Black History Month? Oh, here go another one. Ice Cube says the CIA used gangster rap as a psyop to destroy the black community. Now, this is something, if you've done any type of research, you already knew. Now, I seen a lot of people going at Ice Cube saying, yeah, but you played a part of it and blah, blah, blah. And this is something I was just talking about, uh, bro, with earlier this week, about how our community don't let us grow. It's like, okay, when you, you might be involved in something or you might say something or you might have certain views, given the information you have at the time. Mm-hmm. As you grow and gain new information, black people, it's okay to say I was wrong, I got new information, now my thought process changed and I feel this way now. It's like we, our culture wants us to stay stuck in one spot forever. And you can't advance past that. So yeah, he took a part of it. He helped create gangster rap, but he was a kid trying to get rich, trying to get out the ghetto. Mm-hmm. Now that he done, you know, gain more knowledge and he's older now, he's like, damn man, this is fucking us up. And he's trying to let you know, but he get he gets backlash for it. Like, how y'all feel about that? Um, I feel like if you really do take a look, and I think I think Ice Cube is 100% correct. When you look at hip-hop and what it promotes, right, which is violence, also which is drug usage, which we know that there's pharmaceutical companies that are intertwined with record labels that were giving rappers and singers and R&B people drugs to promote. So when you look at it, you know, and it all ties in together, 
Um, I think 100% it's, it's been elicited by the CIA to go ahead and, you know, kill us from within because that's exactly what you're seeing um, literally right now. So I don't think Ice Cube is wrong at all. So first, I want to say shout out to Ice Cube. I believe Ice Cube is one of the ones that been very successful and ain't really sold us out as black people. I feel like he he rock with us. He do everything he need to do that he can in certain positions when it comes to black people. Now, like you just said, for so getting new information or having a different belief at a certain point in life, niggas will bleed you for it. But he could have just kept the information to himself and didn't have to say shit. You feel me? So salute Ice Cube for even dropping that. And you take what you want and do with that shit. You can't be mad at him for now that he's waking up to more information or learning new things to bash him about giving the information. Yeah, he was a product of his environment at one point. But like you say, don't bleed somebody because he don't even think the same way he thought when he was 20 years ago. So shout out to Cube, man. Keep yeah, doing what you do. I've seen a few people like saying he's controlled opposition because he does business with Jewish people with his big three and, and and his movies and shit like that. First of all, you're you're seldom going to be able to do any business <laughs> in entertainment unless a Jew is involved, number one. Number two, just because certain niggas got fucked over with their contracts don't mean every Jew is automatically your enemy. If we doing business and we both winning, how the fuck are you my enemy? If you put millions in my pocket, I'm putting millions in your pocket. How the fuck is this the enemy? I don't know no enemy that's putting millions in your pockets. Now, if I'm an investor and you got an idea, but I'm taking all the risk with the money, yeah, I'm going to get a bigger cut than you. You know what I'm saying? You, it ain't finna be 50-50 because if your idea don't pan out, that's my money gone. So I ain't mad at people that's putting up the money up front getting a bigger cut. So that that's to that whole, oh, he's working with the Jews and this and that. Man, your bitch ass don't even know how to read a contract. Shut the fuck up. You ain't never done no business <laughs> with nobody. You ain't doing business with niggas. You ain't even doing business with your motherfucking self. Half of y'all bank accounts is cash app. Shut the fuck up, bro. This is a whole nother level. So I want to say shout out to Ice Cube for that because I ain't never seen him do nothing that sold us out. All I ever seen him do was drop game for niggas. Not only that, um, to go back to the point about how people are getting on him for starting gangster rap, um, I mean, you could look at him now as like a spook by the door. If you ever, you know, Nipsey Hussle talks about that book, a man who infiltrates, I believe, the FBI or the CIA, and he brings back that information to his people. So I think at some point in life, you become that spook by the door, that person that is within that community or that organization that now gets hip to the game and can bring us the information back. But where black people fuck up, and a lot of times why we don't progress is because we didn't throw stones at that, at that person. You know what I mean? That's trying to give us information that we don't necessarily, we don't understand yet because we're not there. So we can't see it yet. It might play down the road five, 10 years from now, but right now we can't see it. That's where that emotional response comes from. And then we throw stones at that person. Eventually, until a lot of them, they either, they stop giving information, you know? So, and that's why we, we fail to progress a lot of times. So I think people should look at Ice Cube that way as well for the people who are saying something, you know, negative about it. Nah, that, that's that's facts, bro. And if you don't know that they use music to control communities by now and get people to do certain things, you're just living under a fucking rock. I just seen a great post earlier this morning. It said, man, remember when we used to say lack of information was the cause for society's stupidity? <laughs> it wasn't that. Because everybody got one of these in their pocket with unlimited information on it. And I would argue we dumber now than we were before then. 
so it ain't the lack of information. Now, gangster rap birth drill rap, where mm. you actually going to go do crime just to rap about it to get on. Because a lot of the gangster rap was CB4. So it was <laughs> niggas imitating the street niggas around them, then rapping about what they seen secondhand. They wasn't, a lot of them wasn't actually doing it. Mm. The drill rappers, these niggas is doing it. They're really doing it. Yeah. I gotta do a hit at three o'clock. Four o'clock, I'm in the studio. Yeah, I just stood over <laughs> your man's and shooting a video about it with his obituary and all. Like these niggas is going to a whole nother level. But that was birth from gangster rap. So I think Ice Cube is sitting back, like, damn, I played a part in this. I gotta play a part in the cleanup because I'll be a hypocrite. I created it. So I gotta help destroy it. That was a part of the reason why they, they fucking killed Tookie because he was looking at what he created. Mm. And he was regretting what he created from behind that jail cell going, damn, I need to talk to these young niggas because I helped create it. So I'm the one that they're going to respect to destroy it. That's why they whacked Tookie. It wasn't about the fucking crime he did. It was the influence he had and what he was trying to do. So pay attention to that shit. But shout out Ice Cube, man. Shout out Cube for sure. What else we got going on? Oh, man, this shit, right? Yeah, we definitely can talk about this. <laughs> ben Zeno and Eminem set the internet on fire. Oh, yeah. Eminem out the motherfucking blue. Those shots at Ben Zeno. This like a 20-year-old beef. I don't know what the fuck sparked him to do this. It was random as fuck. It was a beef none of us needed. But let's go back down the timeline. Mm. First of all, have y'all heard the diss tracks from both of them? I heard Eminem, so I didn't hear Ben Zeno. Ben Zeno dropped some fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, this, <laughs> I go, the nigga Benzino was gassing And niggas was like This the best Benzino I heard in my life So niggas was giving him the credit Saying mm-hmm. damn Benzino washed M Booty bam Cause a lot of the battle rappers were, were arguing If M could stand a chance in this era Like mm-hmm. oh man we'll wash M Nah M the greatest M the greatest And now that they saying he got washed by Benzino A lot of the battle rappers be coming out saying See we told you Come to find out Benzino just admitted to having ghostwriters. Mm. So all in my eyes, all the credit that he got on that diss track is null and void. It don't count. You don't get to use lines. He said, oh, we was in the studio. And, no, somebody threw me a couple lines. Nigga, no. We've heard you since you came out since the Source Mag. You ain't never thing. rapped a rap like that <laughs> in your motherfucking life. So all of a sudden, people were saying, man, he had a ghostwriter. They were saying it might have been Cassidy. It might have been some battle rappers. And he admitted to it. So how y'all feel? Does it count if you have a ghostwriter? I don't count. I don't count no MCs over an MC that write his own music and one that don't. You automatically lose to me when it comes to making music. You're not really an artist if you need everybody. But it's a lot of rappers that do that. You would be surprised about how many successful rappers that use ghostwriters and these niggas still get credit for it. But... At the end of the day, Eminem diss track was trash to me too. That shit was. I'm like, these niggas is ridiculous. I don't even know. How, I don't know what the fuck that shit is. Is it's Danny and Fugaze? We even speaking on this bullshit because Benzino Eminem beef is wild. Like yeah, yeah. that shit was crazy. Not even just to get on that. Like Benzino exposed a lot of shit that Eminem was doing towards us. So now it's like he forever tainted low key. When I look at Cud, like, I still rock with Eminem, old music, the way I am, and the Marshall Matters, <laughs> all that shit. But Man. now when I look at Cud, just the fact that I have, and it's crazy, like we say, we were just talking about that with Q, but Eminem just said some hell disrespectful shit about us. And this Ben came out probably before a lot of people's time, so. Because that's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm kind of from the younger generation. I never fucked with Eminem to begin with his music, me personally. 
But I did see the clip of what Eminem kind of songs he was making. I don't know if y'all seen the songs he was making back then. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There wasn't yeah, really that, songs that ever got put out. I'm like, in our, in our, we never, okay. I never seen that growing up as a kid. Yeah, they, I never they, seen they, that. They hear that tuck. Then you didn't have social media. So now it's just, like, it's flowing through. But he like, fuck niggas, fuck yeah. black bitches and all that shit. Like, so it's like, yeah, that's deep. <laughs> I was one of them niggas that grew up and was on the hip-hop forum sites. Hiphopgame.com. Uh, uh, Hiphophavoc.com. So I already knew about the Eminem tapes back then, early 2000s. And, and my, my thing with it was, he said he had a black girlfriend. She broke his heart, so he hit the studio and started dissing niggas. Now, in my mind, every person has a little bit of racism in them, yeah. and every white person for sure got some racism in them. Nah, that's so fast. I already look at them like, you got that in you, even though you might fuck with me. But if I get you mad enough, I'm going to be a nigga. That's just a fact. So I look at what he's done since he said it. That nigga done made so many niggas millionaires. It's like, all right, we can eat that one. Mm -hmm. You said some shit when you were 16. But you grown now, you done really made 50, you done helped, uh, uh, well, Dre done put you on, but you yeah, done put on D12, too. Slaughterhouse, like, a yeah. lot of careers came through through him since he said that, and it's a lot of black gatekeepers that try to keep niggas out the game, so who worse? The white boy who said fuck niggas when he was 16, but made at least five millionaires, or the nigga who's black and try to keep black niggas out the game? So I I don't really look at what he said. I look at what he does. I look at actions. His actions show he fuck with niggas. Mm. He he righted his wrong to me. You made one nigga a millionaire. That's okay. You said fuck niggas when you were sixteen. Whatever the case. <laughs> Do we? My, but it's 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 like not to cut you off. Ahead. I like him. I like him. At the end of the day, but it's just like not to just automatically just overlook how Cud was feeling. Now his his views probably could change, but it was he wasn't just saying fuck. Fuck black bitches. He was saying fuck niggas and and, and <laughs> us as a whole. Like I wasn't just on that. So you got mad at us and the and the bitches, or were you just mad at the bitch? So it's just like, but at the end of the day, like you said, everybody got a little bit of little bit of in them. Because if if I sit here, I ain't gonna say it, but because <laughs> yeah. they, they gonna bleed me, me for it. Yeah. yeah, nah. But it just depends though. Like I think we're a little different. I tell people, black people, they gonna bleed me for this. We can't be racist because we only hate everybody that hate us. Mm. You feel me? So Facts. we don't come with that. If you you don't fuck with us, it's fuck you, and that's at the end of the day. So yeah, I but, think it's just like you said with the yeah. with, about Eminem. Like I don't hold it against him a hundred percent because he's obviously grown from it. But it's it's just like you said. Like he got some racist in him, and I mean it, any moment, it, you know, it, it just it is what it is. Like it don't it don't really phase me nothing. M. How did you duck smoke from the game to diss Benzino? I don't understand that one. I wanted to see you and game go back and forth. Game, one of them niggas, I felt like, lyrically, he ain't lost a battle yet. Tell me a battle game lost yet, lyrically. Let's, let, let's look past the weirdo shit he do on social media, <laughs> the, the photoshopping himself with Tupac, the, the becoming nip after nip died, yeah, damn near, the right yeah, to love, let alone. Let's look, overlook that, because I feel like that's what... <laughs> Get game, game notched down in the history books, right? Game for the one fade. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying this is just fact. This is just fact. Lyrically, it ain't too many people out rapping game, especially when it come to beef. That nigga wrapped up G Unit by itself, single handedly. I don't know nobody that did that, and this was G Unit in their the prime. Yeah. That nigga Jay Z ducked smoke from game. <laughs> I would say maybe Joe Button's the only one who stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with bro. But they just kind of fizzled out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But 
M, what's up, cuz? I wanted to see that. You don't duck a, a legend like Game and go with Benzino. Like, come on, cuz. Then Benzino, like, who is he M really win at? Now, real, real, nah, but real MCs know that game gonna, gonna be a problem if he get to getting them diss tracks in. Yeah, he not stopping. That <laughs> nigga, <laughs> 300, that nigga gonna drop a thousand bars and running. That nigga's not stopping. But yeah, that just crazy me that he ducked game for that. But speaking of diss tracks. Now, but he shot back at game, didn't he? I didn't I, hear I, it. Oh, I thought, I think he did. I think he did this back or something. Because niggas know. saying he lost to MGK. Machine Gun Kelly And I'm like damn You know what Machine Gun Kelly shit was hot But let's speak about diss tracks Now we already said If you If someone ghost wrote a diss track for you It's disqualified If the other man wrote his shit That's bottom line But what's the greatest diss track in history to y'all? I don't have no greatest man yeah. Cause it just it, it depends how I'm feeling Because you'll go from people that You can go all the way back to No Vaseline You can go all the way back to Hit em Up you can go all the way back to Ether. See, I was mm. a lot of those, a lot of them other ones before me. Hit him up. I, I liked it there. I liked the energy. I liked it that yeah. shit. So that was that was a good one to me. But Cube went crazy too. And but I know Nas went crazy. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them diss tracks, and I was around more so for the Nas era of the beef versus just a lot of the other shit. That's like later down the line. I can't really say just one. Maybe in different eras if we go from that. You like know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah, like when Cube had his beef, he beat that. Who won those battles? I can say like that. Not just the greatest diss track. Yeah, I can yeah. say like the same thing. Like I don't really I don't really have one. Um, I, I think I fuck with Pox though a lot. Hit him up? Yeah, just because I think too, like what makes me fuck with it is obviously how the energy, how he had. Um, and then what was at stake at the moment? Like, I think, too, that, that made it more like, damn, he really just went in there and, and said that, knowing that maybe, you know, for, at least from our view, like, niggas was, could get touched. So it was like, okay, you you really saying some shit. So to me, that that's, like, probably the most legendary one. I think every beef could have got touched up because you was dealing with street niggas when it came to NWA. You was dealing with street niggas when it came to Jay and Nas. And the Pac was just on some, on some more wild shit. Yeah, that's yeah. all that was. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your <laughs> wife. And really fucked his wife. Yeah, that shit. So hit him up, changed the game with the diss records. Nobody heard no disrespect on that level. For a nigga to say, I fucked your wife. And we know this man really fucked his wife when he said it on the record. So Pop, he, he really introduced the disrespect on that level. Now, as far as greatest diss records, man, it, this might got to go to Ether, bro. Because Ether is now literally the word for diss records. If you got killed on a diss track, we don't say you got hit em up. We don't say you got takeover. <laughs> we don't say you got build and destroyed. We say you got Ether. The same way if you're out on the football field and a, a nigga catch a catch over you, you got mossed. Like, it's just a thing. It's like a verb word now. Like, it, it went crazy. from Ether is a real thing. But now it's like a damn near an action word. Like, nigga, you got ether. So how, <laughs> how how can that not be the greatest diss record? And Nas had all odds against him. Niggas was counting him out after Jay dropped that. Because Jay fucked his baby mama. Said, I left condoms on your baby seat. <laughs> Niggas like, damn, there's no coming back from that. And he came out with ether. And it was, it was game over. But this is an underrated diss track. Niggas going to kill me for this one. <laughs> Lil B... T-shirts and buttons, oh, oh, nigga. <laughs> bro, I swear to God on my kids, bro. Uh, and Lil B was like a spoof rapper to me. 
pretty much from the past. He was like a spoof yeah. rapper to me. But when that nigga dropped T-shirt and buttons, mind you, this the backstory. Joe Buttons one of the greatest <laughs> MCs ever, especially when it comes to beef. He another nigga I felt like never lost in a in a battle except for the little B. And he admitted like this is the only battle I ever lost. I didn't want no smoke with bro. He tweeted something <laughs> on Twitter, Joe Budden. He tweeted something on Twitter, like a little B diss. He said it wasn't a little B diss, but we all know it was. 15 minutes flat, Lil B retweet the song T-shirt and buttons. This is the quickest reply for a diss track ever. The nigga made it in 15 minutes. So imagine you scrolling your timeline. This nigga said, what? Straight to the studio. 15 minutes. He had to be right there, yeah. Mixmaster retweeted back the, and bodied the nigga. I'm talking line for line. If you a Joe Budden fan, every line Lil B said in that song was facts. <laughs> That shit hit hard. Go listen to that song. <laughs> Shout out to Bass God. Uh, it's called T-Shirt and Button. It's like 13 years old. But go listen to that shit. The beat, hard as a motherfucker, too. Shout out Lil B. He <laughs> hey, went yeah, crazy yeah. on Joey. Nah, shout out to Bass Guy. He used to have hoes uh, writing on their feet and shit for him, too. And all type of shit on Twitter. He used to have Twitter going crazy. He was ahead of his time. Yeah, he was ahead of his he time. He was ahead of his time because a lot of the shit crazy. he was doing then, niggas getting famous for doing now. Yeah. We was calling him a weirdo back then he for was, doing it. Exactly. He like birthed. He kind of birthed a lot of these these yeah. new little niggas. That's a, that's a, I mean, not everybody say that. Not everybody say that, but that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, birthed that weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, facts. Like the internet, you know, type shit like that, yeah. Hey, speaking of the rap game, man, it's in a strange place. It's in a weird fucking place. A lot of these new niggas suck. They trash. <laughs> I think everybody is fed up with it. DJ Clue, I ain't even heard Clue in damn near 10 years. He just tweeted... Man, y'all gonna have to stop making excuses for these young niggas putting out trash. Mm. Nigga, Pac was 19 when he put out Pain. Nas was 17 when he wrote Illmatic. It's a different time. We man. can't use age no more for these niggas putting out trash. We gotta call a spade a spade. And I think where it started dying off was when the Double XL started putting these weirdo niggas on the cover. Like, I was just talking to bro, like, damn, you remember when Double XL cover was a thing? When they, was when they dropped the freshman cover? Them was the next superstars. And we went back and looked at all the covers. We were trying to see where it went wrong. We were trying to see where it went wrong. <laughs> I think like around 2018 was where it went wrong. I, me personally, I think that um, I think the class of 2016 with Lil Uzi, 21, Playboy, all them, um, I think that's the class that changed everything. I think for, for the worst, low key. Like even though those people have succeeded, and like, I, cause I think when they dropped and they was on the XXL, a lot of people thought this shit is terrible. These niggas not gonna last a year. See, not to the niggas lasted. No, go ahead. Nah, my bad. But I was gonna say because before you before you go down that rabbit hole, because I thought it was a little earlier than that too. But as mm -hmm. we got to looking and you see more people outweighed the the good than the negative. So I don't really know how many people was on 2016 with mm -hmm. that. 2016, this was the cover. It was all of them doing good. Hold, hold on, hold on. They had Kodak. Yeah, Two One Savage. I didn't even know Two One Savage yeah. came out. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. So. They had Lil Uzi. Uh, who the panda nigga that was jacking off on the plane? Cause yeah, he disqualified. Designer. designer, you yeah, out of yeah, here, yeah. dog. Uh, who was the Who was the white boy they had on this month? You, you got you got Kodak. Lil Yachty, you got Twenty One. Yeah, Dave East was on that motherfucker. Dave East, Anderson Pack, Lil Dicky. It was solid. Denzel Curry, don't know, cuz. Yeah, you're right. G Herbo, G -Herbo superstar. Straight. So they had out of this list. I say one, two. Three, four, five certified superstars. Yeah. So, but the only reason why I'm saying that that's the difference because after them, 
um, I think before then the XXL was like, damn, nigga made the XXL. When they came out, they got killed. Like, this is who y'all niggas put <laughs> oh, on. Oh, that's when it started. Like, like, yeah, so, so that's so what I mean. After yeah. that, I feel like the credibility of it just changed. It's like I put anybody on here. Yeah, right? and then yeah. not only that, it's just like, you know, you talking about Pac at 19, but like we was talking about the other day, like Fred Hampton was, was 21. Like, niggas now are just living a more comfortable life, so they don't have as much struggle to talk about, even though they might be within a struggle. Like, they not, it's probably not the same as what it was back then. I, that's just kind of how I feel about it. Why why niggas ain't really making hits no more? Hey, hey was it, don't a white lady pick these motherfuckers? Yeah, now? that too. I think that's where it went left. Yeah, part of part of that. But I just think at the end of the day, the creativity is not the same. Niggas that was doing music then really loved to do music, whether they was doing it for money or not. Of course, they was doing it eventually to get the money, but they was more in a creative spirit. It was a real passion, like. Yeah, I need to make some hit. Not just let me just try to help and make something that's <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna go viral and I'm gonna get bread. You feel me? Like, and they easily they want this shit because these motherfuckers that's getting them bullshit hits is easily controlled by the industry. When you had them niggas back there that was giving messages or speaking for us, they wasn't easy as easily as controlled. You know what I'm saying? You had niggas like Pac, you had niggas like you say Nas, these niggas giving game in their music. Jay, all these niggas is giving game in their music. So versus now, it's like that's why you get the rares, you get the Kendricks, you get the J. Coles. That's why they stand out so fucking much. You had the Nipsies, you had certain people, but now it's just like, it's 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 ugly. Yeah, I think the 2023 list came out, and I think maybe the 2024 list leaked. I stopped seeing the leak. I don't know one person <laughs> on that fucking list. If I'm lying, I'm flying. And I'm like, damn, Double XL used to be respected if you made that list. It's all bad. Just like the source. You got that five mics? Nigga, you had a classic. When the last time we got a classic album? I say maybe Victory Lap. Probably After Victory, Victory yeah. Lap, I can't name no albums. Nothing. Niggas putting out EPs. And it's trash. Three songs. One hook. One verse. Like, come on, cuz. You... Niggas got to start holding these niggas to more scrutiny. We letting these rap niggas get by with trash and our culture is dying out because of that. Niggas don't even want to bar up no more though, really. Like that's not even really what the game is about. That's why I'm saying them niggas from 2016 ruined it because even though they succeeded, like they made it okay to be like a weird, more of a weird nigga. Like, to where like I don't even want to say weird, but like just weird, melodic, whatever you want to call <laughs> the whatever niggas they, is weird. Whatever nigga. niggas got cross, you, you know what I right. mean? Crosses on their eyes and shit, whatever. Like they just made it to be more like playful to niggas. So now everybody's like more playing around. It's like dress up. It's not. They fan base is strong though. They oh got, yeah, they got a sure. lot of supporters out for there. Sure. It's yeah. a lot of weird little weird kids for these sure. days. For sure, little Gen Zers, cuz. <laughs> hey, but I do want to say because I feel this man don't get no credit when we mention in hip hop greats his name don't even never get brought up for some strange reason Ooh, and fam. this nigga's been fire since he <laughs> came out 20 years later the man is still fire shout out to Fab that nigga going crazy right now real rappers know though man Fab is going crazy he's on a run right now I don't know if he's gearing up for an album or another mixtape but Fab is going crazy with these travel vlog video freestyles Fab is the hottest in the game right now. And, he, and he came out 
tw- over 20 years ago. Was it but the 90s? Why yeah, is Fab the- not mentioned with the grace to y'all? To me, it's because he has no classic album. That's the only thing holding Fab back. I think all his classic shit go to the mixtapes. But the album, he usually do it for the bitches. And the niggas be like, oh, man, I'll wait for the mixtape. I think that's the only thing holding Fab back. How y'all feel? I think it's part of... Part of, like you said, with the classic album, and on top of that, Fab be so low-key and out the scene that people don't really just hear him. He don't have those moments of goofy moments and doing certain shit just to keep his name relevant. Fab is really just bar for bar out there fucking niggas over. He done probably fucked over your favorite rapper. I don't know a nigga he ain't got on the track with and ain't went crazy with. So, shout out to Fab, like you said. Cub been dropping bars since day one. Like, I don't know too many niggas are dropping bars and making relatable music like he do. Him man, and I'm glad to see Jada Kiss finally got his motherfucking flowers because he was another nigga that was underappreciated. Fab might have to go do one of them. Fab might have to go do a goddamn uh, what they call him. The uh, he did Jada Kilty. He did no no a a real versus like they did in 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 the stadium or something, and just put his bar for bars with niggas because Fab going bar for bar with anybody. So shout out to Fab. No, that's a fact. Fab is cold. Um, I think really it's, it's you already said it. Y'all both already said it. Like he just don't have a classic album. Fab, you you definitely got to make a cut. Cla- you got to give us one for the history books. Bro. I don't even gonna say classic because how many niggas got classic albums? But you, I don't well, think you okay. could be called a great like the, with the greats of the greats without that one classic album. I think you got to. Now you need, you or, need, or can you be a, you be a great he, without one? You think he has something on, like an album where he has like two to five tracks that, well, shit. Now you need at least like ten tracks or something I could play through. Like in my mind, like most of the niggas that you got, like you said, classic from Jay to Nip era, or even just Biggie and them. Was, Jay was, got his blueprint. Nas got his. So, so that's what I'm asking. Like y'all, y'all, when you when you bring up Fab, is there any one of his albums that's like boom? His very right first album, I was banging with the Hollaback Youngin. He had some shit on there. Nah, I had, it we, wasn't a classic. We had thing. all his albums, but we just felt like the. Well, I I know we had all his albums, but the things that I liked him for was his freestyle shit, was his 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 streak shit, his gritty shit. You know what I mean? Uh, that there is no competition and all that type of shit. So I still rock with Fab, even though his albums he probably spit some shit, but it's like this ain't this ain't it. Like he said, it was more for females and shit like that. But you got the. Uh, you got the soul tapes, you know what I mean? Them could have all been classic that's albums. His classic that's his classic right there. Really you know what I'm saying? That's his classic right so there. So there's no competition. Tape. You got all that. So and what's that? Um, the Young OG projects and stuff Summertime like that. Summertime shootouts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Fab yeah. is underrated, man. Fab definitely underrated. Soul tapes came later on too in the career. Yeah, not as late in his career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's because that's, that's what I, I low key was really fucking with from Fab. Man, shout out to Fab, man. Let's get right back on track, man. Oh yeah, another shout out. Shout out 03 Greedo. <laughs> I just watched this um this clip. He went crazy on Flacco. Mm. Cause Flacco had came out and was shitting on LA Rap. That last segment we did is LA Rap Dead. It was Flacco that said it. And he was shitting on the LA rappers. And I feel like I don't even be like this, I don't like to say niggas' names that ain't saying our names, but to protect our culture, sometimes you gotta step on these niggas. Especially niggas that ain't from the culture. Now, I can see if you from L.A., you from the culture, you've been out here, you've been outside. Cool. Yo, your voice means something. Nigga, you from North Dakota. Mm. You don't know what the fuck going on out here. You got to relax. Because the niggas start talking like, damn, they're on some gangster shit almost. Like, hold on, cuz. Like, you got to chill. You still in the land. And I feel like this generation, we so focused on getting to the bag 
and, and being like a, a collective that a lot of out of towners and, and niggas come out here like, oh, the West soft. Like these niggas ain't they ain't on that no more because we not pushing. Robbing the rappers like that. Like, no, them niggas still getting booked, but not like the 90s where niggas was terrified to come out here. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of people get beside themselves and start talking out the side of their neck because of that. And, and Greedo low-key checked them. So I want to shout out Greedo for that because a lot of these little young weird fans, like, like you said, they look up to these type of niggas. Mm -hmm. And they take what they say as the gospel. So, and all in our comments, they're like, yeah, fuck LA. Them niggas ain't on shit. Them LA niggas trash. Them LA niggas weird. I'm like, they getting this shit from niggas like that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the outlets, the academics, the, the flacos, the, you know what I'm saying? It ain't too many real street niggas that they listening to. But how y'all feel about it? Um, I think people do think LA is soft and it's because the industry now is on display. Like where it's more so... People know it's more so it's more industry than anything. Like that's how you, that's the politics out here, pretty much. Uh, when it comes to like within, I think the hip hop game. Um, as for the 03 and Flacco thing, man, I got I got mixed emotions on it to be honest because I think if you're from LA, like I said last episode, like you rock with the music, it resonates with you. But if you're not from LA, I don't think a lot of people that aren't from LA are playing LA shit. Unfortunately, you feel me? So it's like, is you, he right? You, you know, yeah. like, you get what I'm saying to a certain degree. Like, I don't think niggas is really playing LA shit besides niggas from LA. And then, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, Flacco, yeah, is he right? Is he wrong? Like, before you, before you go and say something, like, I think you should look at the opposite response to it. Like, you might feel emotional like that, Greedo, and be like, damn, um, you know, this nigga don't know what he's talking about, but it's a whole bunch of people kind of agreeing. So I just think two things could be true at once. Like, but the disrespectful shit got to get checked. But just opinion-wise, like, people going to have different opinions. See, I didn't, I wasn't mad at his opinion on L.A. rap being dead because a mm. lot of these niggas is trash. A lot of these niggas are trash. A lot of these niggas are not putting out high-quality music. That ain't the shit I had an issue with. Is when he started getting involved with the gang politics and then giving his opinion like, Nigga, that's out. Yo, that first of all, that's out. You're not in the gang. <laughs> you ain't from out here. You don't even have no opinion on that shit. Because that that's where it get mixed up, and and that's where the fuckery starts. So that I'm glad he checked them on that aspect of it. Now, as far as your opinion on music, cool. I don't say whatever you want. You got a platform. You got a voice. That's your right as a human to have an opinion. But when these nerd ass niggas start trying to get into gang politics, and a lot of this is the gang members' fault. Stop going on these platforms, putting your hood business out there for clicks and views. Because you let these weird-ass niggas feel like they got a voice in this shit. That's another problem I got. But that's a whole nother topic. But shout-out 03 Greedo, man. Damn, with that, it's almost better. Like, when you, when you said that to me, it's like, it's almost better for the the rappers and celebrities to be like kind of how more it was back in the day. Like, you, can, you can't even really get an interview with them. To keep them more like, because now I feel like when they sitting across from them and all of this different shit, it's like humanizing them to a point where they feel like they could come at somebody like that. Because they're in a certain setting and they don't think that, you know, they're they're ever going to get that kind of reaction. Nah, niggas just threw the rules away. That's it at the end of the day. Man. Niggas know you was coming up, you was supposed to move in silence. Nigga wasn't supposed to get on these fucking internets and talk about street shit that you done did out here and want people to see you in a certain way. If niggas know, niggas know. You keep that shit in the streets. 
all this other shit you talking about cases that you didn't you didn't did. Now, if you speaking on just your experiences and not really implicating yourself or other people, that's a different thing. You just telling your story as a man. But when you get on here and talk about who killed who and we down in this and we doing that, no, you trying to prove what is you trying to prove something to? You proving something to these niggas that would never go live a day in the streets in their life. And you getting on these platforms talking to these white people and niggas that been to prison, niggas that been to the county, niggas get their ass whooped for even disgusting politics with different races. So to sit here and get on these platforms and do that shit is wild as fuck. It's niggas still up there in them four yards right now that's having pity on niggas out here talking about all the shit they doing, how many cases these niggas didn't caught from running their fucking mouth on this internet. And it's, it's, it's terrible, but it's, 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 the, it's the era we in. You know what I mean? IG got niggas... This is what niggas don't understand, cuz they have strictly certain police in rooms where they sit there and study social media. Just that's it only. Watching you niggas build cases on you niggas on y'all selves. Y'all pulling up in ops hoods and showing shit. Y'all doing all this, taking pictures of y'all guns and doing all that shit. They will use it against you in fucking court. Now, if you don't give a fuck, do what you do, cuz. I'm going to just say what I'm going to say. And that's just from experience myself. Not saying a nigga just did stupid shit, but I done been in court and you looking stupid when they blast your ass about shit that you didn't had on the internet. So, man, just move in silence and stop putting all y'all shit out there for motherfucking fame and all the rest of this shit. Don't sell yourself short. All right, look, since you said that, because to me, a lot of that shit is snitching. Hmm. But we in the era where snitching is acceptable. It has been for at least the last decade. Like, I just looked at one of my Facebook memories where I was talking about, damn, I remember the good old days when snitching wasn't accepted. So let, let, let's break, let's get into this snitching thing, right? Because a lot of mixed emotions. But I feel like niggas don't take snitching serious enough to me because they fucking up the definition of what snitching actually is. Snitching is the most disgusting thing you can do outside of rape and being a pedophile. Now... Everything ain't snitching, right? A lot of these niggas like to call everything snitching. Everything ain't snitching. If me and him decide to collectively, consciously, hey, we finna go do a crime. We go do the crime. We know the risk. We know the job is dangerous when we took it. We go do it anyway. We both get caught or one of us get caught. And to lessen the blow on ourselves, we give up and tell and snitch on the other person. That's snitching. That's some bitch shit. And and it has nothing to do with being a street nigga, a gang member, a civilian. I don't give a fuck if it's two civilians. If we decide to go rob a bank and we get caught and you tell on the other person, you a fucking snitch. I don't care if you don't gang bang. Because a lot of niggas like to say, oh, I'm a civilian and this and that. Nah, fuck that, nigga. You you a man. Bottom line. Point blank, period. Hold your own motherfucking weight. Stand up on your own, too. And take accountability for your actions. If he gonna get off because he kept his mouth closed, or they ain't have enough evidence on him, I gotta I gotta ride with that. I gotta take that on the chin. I knew it was dangerous before I went and did it. But for you bitch ass niggas that's like, oh, I'm a civilian and this and that, man, fuck that. I'm not hearing none of that. Now, if you dumbass niggas is outside terrorizing the neighborhood and granny can't walk outside without getting hit with a stray, and she called the police to come get you niggas off the street. That's not snitching. Granny didn't sign up for the street life. Granny didn't sign up for her grandkids to not be able to play outside because y'all shooting up the neighborhood. That's something totally different. That's not snitching. That's when the 
I'm a civilian comes into play. Because if you tearing up my neighborhoods and I come outside and I'm, I got to worry about getting hit with a straight bullet yeah. or robbed or that's different. But the snitching part of it, that's having no integrity. That means you can't take accountability for your actions. Bottom line, it ain't no excuse. It, a lot of these niggas that we was looking up to is coming to find out a lot of these niggas is rats. And coming on the platform, talking about what you are actively doing is fucking snitching. I want to say one thing, cause like, why I say moving silence, and this to the niggas that's really active and still doing things in the streets, especially the young niggas. You got to be careful of the shit that y'all talk about, especially if you're doing crimes or whatever the case is, man. They have CIs that keep mics in their chains, keep mics in their watches. Be careful of these niggas that never go to jail, that's out here full throttle to do everything. Now, it's a small percent. I'm going to say every nigga that's doing that is telling. But they get you in different ways nowadays, cuz. And um, what they do is, say if you're going on one to go hit a lick, they might take you to go pass on about two or three licks, and y'all be up, cuz. And y'all go on that fourth lick, but they really just setting you up for the for the gusto. You know what I mean? And you'll never have no paperwork on this nigga or nothing. This nigga already been a CI, a confidential informant for about 10 years now. Y'all probably don't even know. Y'all might think this is most one of the most witted niggas in your hood. But they lining niggas up. And these niggas be getting paid. And they getting, they getting dough out this shit. And you might, like I said, might not be a paper trail. But it don't always take paperwork to know when a nigga is telling on you. Especially if it's just me and you going on one. And I know I didn't say shit. And this the only nigga that could have had the information. So y'all just be careful, cuz, cause a nigga will line you up and backdoor you and he be long gone on the streets while you upstate doing a hundred years. So y'all just stay strong, stay focused, and get to the money, but get to it smartly. No, and I'm I'm glad you brought yeah. up the the civilian because me, I'm not a street nigga, right? But I understand that even if I was to, you know, we grew up here and if you do the crime, do the time. Like we grew up, even though necessarily not being a street nigga, you would understand, don't snitch because, like, pretty much everything you said, right? Like, you signed up for it. You knew what it was when when you did it, and now you got to, you know what I mean, deal with your consequences. Um, but I think the reason why snitching now, too, is became so normalized is because of the civilians having so much of a say what goes on in street politics or what they, the optics of it, because the mixture now of street people with, you know, people like, certain podcasts and things like that, that, that make it combine. And now you have civilian people who operate from a different, you know, set of rules, looking at people who operate from another set of rules and then kind of dictating on what should be right or right or wrong. And unfortunately that's considered the culture. You get what I'm saying? So that's where now niggas is like, well, okay, I'll tell, fuck it. Like, because they understand that public opinion, people going to be like, well, I would have told too. Cause it's a bunch of niggas that have never done nothing that don't come from that walk of life that now has some stock in what goes on in the culture because it's because it's mixed now. No, nah, it's it's cool because these niggas ain't getting whacked. And it's cool because niggas is allowing niggas to come back to the hood and still hang out. And mm. all niggas be saying is, oh, he didn't tell on me. Oh, that's still my nigga and shit mm. like that. So you got the small collective. And it's damn near, you politic on a rat now, damn near. Niggas looking at you crazy for even exposing him. So it just depends because you got to know how to play the game now. It's in a different space. Like I say, they threw the rules away. A lot of shit that you grew up on or was instilled in you, it's hard to to survive that way now. But you just got to move smart and, and know what you're doing and know where, where you headed because you're only going two places and then you better have fun while doing it if that's the case. Hey, yeah. understand this, man. Y'all niggas is crazy. 
You don't need paperwork when you got a nigga snitching in 4K. <laughs> they have video as clear as the, the video on this podcast you watching of a nigga telling is such and such a gang? Yes, Your Honor, that's a gang. Do you know about <laughs> crimes they committed? Yes, Your Honor, I know about crimes they committed. And I see you niggas saying that's not telling. With the paperwork. With the paperwork. You watch the nigga telling 4K. I ain't even saying niggas' names, but you know what the fuck is going on. You don't need paperwork when you have video of a nigga telling. What's wrong with you niggas? Just say you want to be able to tell too. I respect that more. Be like, you know what, fuck it, I want to be able to tell too. <laughs> And it's different types of snitching. Some niggas ain't on paperwork. Some niggas a dry snitch. Some niggas a lie snitch. Niggas will lie snitch. Niggas will get caught for a fucking crime they did or maybe not even get caught. This is a reward out for a crime that they know they did. They gonna call in for the reward. Yeah, that was such and such, man. He dropped a white Monte Carlo, license plate, blah, blah, blah. Cut live over there. And put the boys on you to avoid the boys getting on him. But the niggas technically snitching. It's a lot of that shit that goes on, man. And it's fucking disgusting. I, I don't respect no man or woman who cannot stand on their own accountability. If you fucked up for something you chose to do, that's disgusting to me. And, and it go deeper than the streets. How did any of our black power organizations that to try to help us move forward as a black race get taken down? A snitch. A mole. Somebody, somebody who worked... With the opposition to take us down. They couldn't figure out what we had going on. So they put somebody on the inside to get the info. And that bitch ass nigga brought it back. And they whacked our leaders. That's a snitch. How are you niggas defending this shit? It's not all about the streets. This is what I'm trying to get through to y'all niggas. But man, y'all gonna do what y'all wanna do anyway. But I had to just throw that out there. Because I see Whack, uh, Whack 100 going crazy. He's like, mm. I don't give a fuck. If you told I'm dropping your paperwork. I'm going to let your hood do whatever they're going to do, but the world going to know you a snitch. Because they were, they was uh, going back and forth about the big sad shit. Like, did yeah. he tell? Did he not? I ain't even watched the tape, but it's a, him and 1090 Jake, they going in on niggas. Yeah, nigga. So if you told, they going to get your paperwork. They gonna find and it, they yeah. going to find it and drop that shit. But fuck snitches, man. Bottom line. Let's get to some more serious topics, though, as if that wasn't serious enough. <laughs> that shit took a left turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit get me nah, so it's, mad. It to bother. That's why I had to just fall back. Like, man, that shit. I, that... I can get so deep into that. Oh, mm. my God. That shit get me so mad. Mm. How the fuck can you go out with somebody that you claim you love? This your boy. You know he'll take a... He gonna die for you, ride for you, whatever. And because you done got in a little bit of trouble, you gonna fuck his life over? That's crazy to me. You niggas is disgusting. It's even more crazy because a nigga like me would have did the time for you anyway. <laughs> so you told for nothing. <laughs> I done seen niggas telling yeah. they blood brothers. Yeah. Cousins. Blood brother pops. Nigga told on <laughs> they mother. Nigga daddy's telling on they son. How the fuck you tell on the lady who birthed your bitch ass? Y'all niggas. <laughs> man, whack all rats, man. Fuck that. <laughs> Next topic, though. How y'all feel about these illegal immigrants crossing the border going Crazy out here, and, and and basically nothing happened. I just seen them pack the police out. Shout out to them for I that. I wish we had that video. Them niggas got cracking. <laughs> Shout out to them for that. They them put hands got and out. feet on them niggas, and 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 I heard it was just for their rights. Nah, fact. Yeah. Them niggas got out damn near the same day. Came out like pop, spitting at the camera, flipping the camera off. <laughs> like them niggas came out like pop. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm an American, a taxpayer by force. I got issues with that shit. How the fuck? I'm paying taxes. I'm going to work. I'm doing everything as a citizen. You come across the border. 
You're getting free housing, damn near free education. I just seen they passed the bill for like 53 million. They finna get these niggas debit cards with money on it. Like free health care. That's out. I'm not mad at that. That's out. And yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not necessarily mad at them. It's just like that's just a slap in the face for people that have been here. I seen a dude in Boston on a video cut yelling out. He had one of the places where they got him at. He out there tripping like, "Cut, nigga, I work, I work, every, I work seven days a week. He working nine to five and he's homeless." And he said, "Nigga, y'all got the nerve, and I didn't been to war. I didn't did all type of shit out here for the U.S. and y'all ain't fucking with me. Y'all giving these niggas free housing for two years and on top of that shit, that's." It's something deeper going on, cause that's all I got to say. I don't really know right now. I ain't really thought that deep about it. But to to do all that is wild right now. Maybe, hey, maybe they looking for Trump again or something. <laughs> cause, well, cause this shit wild right now. It's they, about the votes. Yeah. I think it's well, about think the about votes because them motherfuckers can yeah. vote. Yeah, so yeah, this, nah, they can yeah. vote. So it's more numbers. Yeah. They so trying to make Trump into, lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that, that's exactly yeah. the point. Like, what if if somebody allowed you to come over? And, you know, gave you a multitude of resources and then said, all right, either vote for me or this person. Who do you think they're going to vote for? Yeah, because, so you know, this thing get up here, y'all gone. This is exactly why he didn't want y'all here. That's yeah. that, that's where it's deeper, you know, and I think that's that's the unfortunate thing is that it's, it's politically motivated, right? And then, obviously, Americans or, or, you know, the Senate and things of that nature, they don't care of the consequences that, you know, Americans face due to what's going on right now, honestly. Because at the end of the day, they want to keep their boy up in the office. Everybody ready to leave the U.S. at this so, point. I ain't ready to leave Cali. the U.S., but, yeah, we, but we, as citizens, we got to start turning up. We can't keep crying and turning a blind eye to this shit. Y'all want change? Start turning up. Shout out to them farmers in France. They turned up. They raised they, they, they fucking tax out there. They went crazy. And they still going crazy. And we, we talked about that shit on a couple episodes back. Uh, old girl who was uh, Joyce E.J. was like, damn, what, what can we do? We have no power. I said, no, we got all the power, actually. We got the numbers. Mm-hmm. Nigga, them farmers gathered up their trucks, their trailers. They dumping horse shit in front of the government buildings. They letting cattle go in the streets. They setting shit on fire. They going crazy on them niggas. They're like, we not stopping till the, this tax is gone. I don't give a fuck if I got to come out here every day and dump shit. It's not stopping. They they start paying their tax in hay. They bringing big-ass <laughs> things in hay. Throwing that shit at the, in the tax office. Like, they going crazy out there. You know what I find interesting about that and the, the people that are revolting is that they're farmers, and obviously those are the people who are the most detached from technology and modern society. So that shows you right there that just being detached from that on a day-to-day, I feel like keeps you more awake and more so wanting to revolt against something that's going to um, put your livelihood in jeopardy. Like, that's the reason why now... You know, we won't go and revolt. And like you said, people are walking around. How well, what can we do? And the, the answer is as clear as day. But due to everything that we have to keep us um docile, like you like to say, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna revolt compared to the farmer or the person who lives off the grid who's like, What the fuck? I'm not worried. Y'all can't land. take nothing from me. You know? Yeah. So that's that that is a little different though. But at the end of the day, it's really anything else that, like he say, we just making excuses for ourselves. If we Facts. mad about something, we ain't out here doing nothing about it. That's all it is. We keep letting them fuck us over in every each and way. You got to pay three times the rent to get a spot. Do they got to pay three times the rent to move you in this motherfucker? Man. So it's just like everything, everything is everything is wild. They raising shit up. They really just want California to be for the rich. That's where it's going in my mind. California yeah. was was deemed the most moved from state in 2023, meaning the most people fleed the state out of 
anywhere else in the world because the taxes is fucking insane. But this, I feel like they're trying to start damn near a little mini war, war inside of here. Inside yeah. of here yeah. with the people. They're raising everything up like crazy. They let the immigrants come, give them everything, say fuck their own citizens. Now we finna be down here fighting each other, more divide and fucking conquer. But Trump didn't sound too crazy when he said build that wall. Because they're building their own walls. they putting the fucking Costco containers, putting barbed wire around that shit. When Trump said build the wall four or five years ago, y'all said, oh, this nigga racism, blah, blah, blah. He already seen all this shit coming. You know what I'm saying? And now that it's, voila, happening in 3D, y'all like, where Trump at? Right, they begging for it. Where Trump at? Because you got to think, look how they live in in their cities, in their states. So knowing how they aggressively move out there, he knows if they get enough of them, that's how they gonna start moving out here, and you and they connected to way bigger shit from out there. And once they start doing that, like you said, it might end up being a mini war in here if you start bringing cartels and all different type of Not shit facts. to this motherfucker. And something interesting that you said when you just said people are like, "Yo, where is Trump at right now?" It's funny because, and again, I don't rock with either candidates, but if you take a step back and, and go back in time to, you know, when Biden came into office, we had a hunger for peace and like. You know what I mean? The 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 a comma rhetoric, things of that nature. But we didn't understand what was behind uh, Joe Biden's presidency. Where now that it's been four years within it, now niggas is like they've gotten accustomed to what it is, but they realize that the peace and the the calm rhetoric is not enough. When there's still crazy shit going on, like we can barely afford to live. So now people are like, I think people now are like, man, kind of teeter tottering. Do I take the rhetoric and this over? A calm rhetoric and high taxes and high gas and high rent and you know so now niggas are kind of weighing. They got like, a point like anything worse. is better than this nigga. Yeah, who's worse? I never gave a fuck about cud. Like he right. old as dirt. Cud. Like nigga don't even know if that's really cud. <laughs> no. I'm saying <laughs> cud not even cud not even calling the shots. This nigga's behind the table calling them shots. He too old. Could barely have fucking speeches. I'm saying and now they got cud representing the world. Or, He's just the face, cuz at the end of the day, they got bigger agendas going on. I don't be caring too much about that shit because... Politics. Yeah, where mm. I'm at, it's not even... Nothing the president is doing is helping my people. So they helping the middle class, the upper classes, and you go into segregated or certain areas, it's not... They not they not doing nothing to change too much. See, I, I, I know your vote don't count as far as presidency goes. Your vote don't matter. The only thing I look at with the votes, that lets me know your IQ level. Because you voted for a nigga who basically called you everything except a monkey and a, and a nigga, which he did, and you still voted for him. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't want his kids going to school with your kids, your kids from the jungle, and you still voted for him. Because the news told you Trump was racist. But all we seen was Trump with niggas in the 90s. Tyson, pop like Trump was in every music video, Snoop. Trump was with the niggas. Y'all voted for the nigga who said, I don't want my kids going to school with you niggas. Not only that... Trump was doing racist shit too, though. No, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, the lesser of two evils. Yeah, right. You voted for a nigga who's shaking niggas' hands that's not there. Cut turn around from the podium. Doing this is no human in sight. Cut got his hand on the strap. (laughs) Y'all niggas is crazy. I mean, think about it. Even even Joe Biden lied about, you know, being or participating in certain sit-ins. So he went as far as that. And he's been caught on that lie multiple times. But uh, all he is 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 a is a wolf in sheep's clothing. You know what I mean? And um, that's the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Is Democrats, they're 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 Wolves in sheep's clothing. So when you turn your back, that's when they're going to strike. Whereas in Republicans, I would say are more so up front. 
um, the Republican Party, I you would say, what is more get. so upfront. You seeing what you get, what you get is what you see exactly, and so that's where a little bit of the, you know what I mean, confusion is. I think I'd rather the enemy I can see than the friend that's gonna stab me in the back. Let me know you don't fuck with me. Cool, I don't fuck with you. How can we meet a common ground? Because any Republican state I go to, everybody happy. Gas is cheap. Gas three dollars a gallon. Open carry state. The 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 they, the LGBT shit. They ain't letting that shit go crazy as far as affecting the kids. You could be LGBT all you want, but we ain't having no trans at school. That's out. You go to the Democratic state. It's fucked up. It's a free for all. You could be what the fuck they say non-binary. I'm not a man or a woman. I'm just me. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> bro, it's fucking nuts. You can't have no guns. They're taking all your guns away. Gas, $7 a fucking gallon. The, the fucking rent for a one-bedroom shack is $2,500. Like, bro, it's insane. And y'all keep voting for this shit. I don't understand. This is why these Democratic cities are going to go through some of, um, some of the hardships that other cities have gone through. Because think of a, of a 30 to 35-year-old male and woman that are, are, are getting married. And they, they live in California. You get what I'm saying? For a first-time homeowner. Then, okay, you go to that, prices skyrocket. Okay, well, where are we going to put our kids in school? Okay, well, I'm teaching my kids maybe more so of a conservative way of life at home. They go to school, it's more liberal. So it's like it's not even really a place to raise a family if you're starting off. It's just in, in, a, in a lot of other Democratic cities, that's, that's what you see. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's just mind-blowing to me that people can see all these facts and still go for it. And it's the... This was crazy to me. We are literally the majority. It's millions of us saying the same thing. We tired of this. But yet no one is really willing to do anything. So what's the solution? Look, let's do this. Nationwide strike. Everybody. The first of next month, nobody's paying rent. Nobody <laughs> pay their mortgage. Go exempt on your check all month. We ain't doing nothing. We standing down. Guarantee you, within 48 hours, they're coming to talk. Because if we ain't doing our jobs, they're not making money. They're not making money, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. We got to do something because what we're doing not working. Even if it don't work, it's better to try and fail than not try at all. Just be like, fuck it, I'm going to keep paying gas as high as it get. I just seen gas at $10 near Hollywood and people was at the <laughs> pump filling up. <laughs> Put ten dollars in just to get from here to across the street. Take back on E. Like, come on, girl. What the like? Come on, girl. You can't. You can't be that much of a bitch. What they gonna do? Lock us all up? It's not possible. We have the power. Wake up. Yeah. And I think I think that is the part that people fear most. So though, is the violence because I want for people to understand that. For this to take place, like, there's going to have to be violence. You get what I'm saying? Because we're not just going to stand down for 48 and niggas ain't going to come with the bulldozers, with the bulldozers and the AKs and all the other shit to try to forcefully get you to nah, you know but they mean, can't. They, but they can't forcefully make you go to work. They can't forcefully just make you do certain things. So to even get them bulldozers, this is different now if we going and riding and doing shit like that. But if mm. we just, like he said, Peaceful just protest, stop doing almost. shit... If the world just stopped the way they shut niggas down and they went for that shit, you shut the world down. What are they gonna do then? Because nothing, nobody's gonna be nowhere. They're not gonna be at these gas stations. You're not gonna be at these food places or whatever the case is. But like you said, if you just shut down everything, then they have to do something. That's some. You know how much millions they gonna lose? I'm fuck millions, trillions in a day. Nigga, what? Nigga, they gonna go crazy. They gonna crash yeah. the stock market. Yeah. They yeah. going. Yeah. And look, this is the cold part, right? 
the people that they're going to send are your family members. So <laughs> if your family members, your uncle who worked for the police force, your cousin who worked for the military, who, who's going to get the order to come invoke martial law, if they wake up with you, who do they have to send? It's a bunch of rich, old-ass men in suits, and it's millions of us. Who are they going to send? Even if they do, just look at the logic of it. Like you said, uh, law opposites, law polarity. There's no peace without war. So if they are willing to come kill and, and risk dying to invoke their rules on you, why are you not willing to risk killing and dying for your freedom? You obviously don't want it that bad. If they're going to come with their guns and they're willing to use them on you, get your shit. What's, what's up? What are we doing here? Because this ain't working no more. They say it's about, what, 10 families that run the world? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. It's all mental control. They got you mentally thinking you can't do nothing. Facts. The you know what I'm saying? How did they shut the world down during COVID? Y'all just went in the house? Come on, man. Wake up, man. The ballot wake or the, the bullet. fuck up. Tired of this yeah. shit. Wake up! <laughs> The what you got for us, gang? The ballot or the bullet, man. Um, I actually wanted to touch on Black History Month because we, you know, we run out of time, but I wanted to touch on Black History Month, um, and just how you guys feel about it. I think that Black History Month is um again, black history should be every day, right? You should keep these people in your memory every day. But we do got the month. And so um how y'all feel about it? Like just as as a whole, you know? I'm gonna keep it a thousand, cause I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. Not in a sense, because they're gonna kill me for this. <laughs> Cause I love black I people, saying, black man. history and all that. But it goes back to like he said, we got the fucking the the smallest month there is. You know what I'm saying? And this is the only time that black people feel like we need to be too black, too proud type shit. So it's like a nigga should feel this way all year. You know what I mean? Every day that you wake up, you should be proud to be black or feel embraced in your blackness and want to post things about black people and our black historic figures and stuff like that. It shouldn't just be what it's one month. Then as soon as month over, it's back to being regular. We taking everything. You know what I mean? Niggas tripping for black history. And then what do they really do for us? Like, they don't teach us everything that we need to know as far as when it comes to black history. They teach us what they want us to know, the MLK shit, the Rosa Parks shit, they don't teach us way. They don't. It's, it's so much more black history that we don't get. And as black people, we don't even do nothing to really <laughs> celebrate each other. What is we doing? You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing coming together. We ain't finna bring no food for black people that's out here on these streets. We ain't finna look out for no black people. We ain't finna look out for each other. We still finna be out here tripping. We still finna be on bullshit. So Black History Month is cool, but what are they putting? Like when all these other holidays and shit, you see it all over the news. You see it everywhere. You see billboards. You see all type of shit. When it comes to black history, you walk down these streets, you don't see shit. <laughs> you might see certain things in L.A. because that's just certain parts of L.A. that look out. But I don't take I don't take it too too much as nothing really right now. Look, y'all can kill me for it, but I'm gonna say it. Fuck Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I love black people. I love being black. Fuck <laughs> Black History Month. Black History Month is a psyop to control your mind to believe. You should only celebrate your people, your culture, your blackness, your history once a month and the shortest month of the year. And all year long, you should be okay with being excluded. Because what the fuck are they teaching you about yourself 
all year long. Not a goddamn thing. What do you see in the stores during Black History Month? Oh, now they're putting your shirts in there. I just was in the store today. Rosa Parks shirt here. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X shirt there. Like, they're getting the dollar off of you being proud for 28 days. And then the rest of the fucking year, fuck you niggas. And y'all happy about that shit. Oh, it's Black History Month. It's Black History Month. <laughs> uh, uh, nigga, do you have to not pay bills this month? You built the country. No. Do you got to not pay taxes this month? Okay, all black people, y'all ain't got to pay taxes this month. We robbed y'all of the country. Fuck it. It is what it is. We're going to show y'all some love for 28 days. Don't pay your rent, no mortgage, no nothing. We give you a break. No, they don't. Do you get a bonus? Do you get reparations? Do you get anything? No, you don't get shit but a false sense of reality and a false sense of pride that you should have all year anyway. You should be learning your history all year anyway. We should be included in history all year anyways. It's American history. It ain't just black history. Nigga, we are Americans. We were born in America. I wasn't born in fucking Africa. I don't speak no African languages. I speak English. That's the bottom line. Fuck Black History Month. Be proud to be black all year long. Don't wait for February to start all of a sudden. Too black, too strong. We need to be together. But the rest of the year, you shooting at each other. You robbing each other. You saying fuck niggas. You mad dogging niggas when they walk down the street. A black nigga try to come. A black man try to come talk to a black woman. I got a boyfriend. Bitch, you ain't even got a boyfriend. You didn't even get a nigga a chance. <laughs> Like, come on, cuz. Let's clean this shit up. I don't want to see this fake pride because it's February and come March 1st, y'all back on the bullshit. Every fucking year. Don't change. Wake the fuck up. The viral way. No, that's a fact. Um, I definitely think we need to, you feel me, take more initiative and more accountability off off rip. Um, I like what you said about I was born in America, not in Africa. And so the reason why I brought up Black History Month was because a lot of times black people want to go back into the past to, uh, you know, get their roots and where they come from. And my opinion is I don't really go all the way back into the past because I have examples to pull from within America that show that we were greatness. Right. You have people who have created home security. I think her name's like Marie Von Britton Brown. You got George Washington Carver, you know, with the peanuts and, 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 and cotton. And you got... Um, Man who created the, uh, what is it? The, the traffic light. You got a whole bunch of different things. Black man created the first uh, color PC screen, right? So you have all of these examples throughout history and throughout really just the last maybe 60, 70 years of black people that have done great things and, and you know what I mean, contributed to society. So instead of looking back to your roots with your ancestors, look at the people that are literally right in front of you from 20, 30 years ago. And then compare it to today's life. And that should motivate you. These people, a lot of them were in their 20s. They was in their 30s. They were young. And they had a plan. And they had a mission. And they had a purpose. You feel what I'm saying? And they walked and they talked a certain way that we have lost in today's society. And so that's why I bring up Black History Month is because just go look at our forefathers that were here just 20, 30 years before us. And that should let you know the type of time we need to be on. And that's just point blank to me. See, that's what I mean as far as when, like, with the clips and shit like that of why. Because sometimes people are visual learners and mm. they need to see that type of shit. You feel me? Like, we can know the history and do all that. But motherfuckers will see us and just be like, man, fuck all that shit. Because what's going on in their reality right now. Or even using that as an inspiration. Like you said, it is people that do things today. That's still great. But 
Black history, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. You need to know it, but all this other shit about what's going on, like you said, it's, it's down there a facade for them. They just giving us little crumbs and shit to like shut the fuck up, and y'all keep getting on. You it's know like you mean? niggas. It's like you niggas want to find something that's mythical and magical, and that's why you niggas are looking so far into the past. To me, when it's like the niggas that I just mentioned, or or men and women that I just mentioned. Those are real life examples. And I think the reason why we go so far into the past is because the people that we have in the last 50 to 60 years, they had to do certain things to to get success. And that's what a lot of us don't want to do. We don't want to stop hanging out in certain areas. We don't want to start taking certain drugs. We don't want to better our habits and our mindsets and things of that nature. So we skip over those people and we want to go back to the desert when niggas was running around with lions and shit because that's more unrealistic. Nah. Like it, to me, in my it's, opinion, it's not, that's more unrealistic. It's not, it's not unrealistic, but when you talk about history, you got to start from the beginning. Of I course. think that's why certain people go back so far because we can use, because if that's the case, we still going far when we talk about um, Martin Luther King and them. We still going unrealistic shit we talk about Malcolm X and them because they we not living in the same type of shit that they was living in so okay. if we if we using them as examples it's still unrealistic for us so I don't think it necessarily going so far is unrealistic but I get what you're saying we don't have to chase lines and zebras and shit but <laughs> like, um, it's, just, it's yeah. just not a part of but it's, it's not me? a part of where we at in society exactly. today I will say this, but though. the type of mindset the type of people they were is why you got to go back to know your roots to become a norm why you are great because if they was able to do this with nothing and we have more, it's more in you than you know. So understand your ancestors and understand where you come from before you allow these people to brainwash you as a black person to not understand that you are capable of doing more. If we keep it to a buck, even these these people that we watching now as certain entertainers that we watch them climb out the mud. Nipsey Hussle is a perfect example. We watch Jay and these certain people come from these projects and climb out of that. Regardless of that they're still living, that's still black history at some point. You of get course. what I'm saying? No, and I agree yeah. with that. And that's, I think we're kind of saying the same thing of like, no. that, that's what no, I'm saying right. with people from yeah. the 60s, 70s. Like, if they can do that, why can't we do better with more resources that we have now? Like, we should be able to do better. But again, I think it comes from people not wanting to just to, to put in the work. I don't know what it is, but I feel like a lot of us, that's what we lack is the work ethic and the, and the drive and the mindset to go and create and do the great things that we need to do to progress as a culture. Look, man, if you don't know where you came from, it's hard to know where you're going. And, and if you don't know your history, making the same mistakes is inevitable. History is going to repeat itself. So I think that's a part of knowing your history is learning from the mistakes to not make them again. To not get finessed again. And again, shout out to DC. They got the largest African-American history museum in the world. Mm -hmm. I just recently went a couple months ago. Crazy Amazing. There's so much shit in there. To, I'm going to just say this. Everything useful that we use in society today from a day-to-day -day was created by black people. Everything. Like, you go down the list, it's in that museum. From sports to medicine mm -hmm. to science to everything. But they don't want you to know that because they don't want you to understand the greatness in yourself. They just want you to think you some dumb nigga who needs them to survive. They don't want you to know about the greatness of yourself. Like bro always say, they know the greatness in you, which is why they hide it. It's a lot of shit that they know that we don't. Because just think about racism in itself. Take the skin color out of it. Where does your hate come from for real? You, I ask racist people all the time. Why do you hate black people? All they can do is just make racist. Oh, you monkey, you this and that. Yeah, yeah. Even though you look more like a monkey than us, you got the flat lips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they can't even tell you. They're programmed to hate you. They don't know why they hate you, though. 
You know what I'm saying? But the ones at the top who started to hate, it's something about us that they that they know that they keep hidden that they don't want us to know. Check the Vatican. It might be in that motherfucker. It's a lot of history in that bitch that they hiding. It's, it's, just say that. it's all psychological. It's psychological warfare at that point. But I do believe the difference of a lot of things that, like I used to like to see, I used to see a lot of um, New York niggas, like they they had they had certain wisdom, but then they're asking, they go, what's your mathematics? You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. whoop whoop. They, they, they're not depending on nobody else. We keeping each other sharp. Mm -hmm. So you need to... I'm giving you this knowledge, but you're going to have to recite this to me to know this knowledge so I know you know how to apply this knowledge. It ain't just, oh, you just know shit and you just moving around. Nah, nigga, every time I see you, I'm on you. And you own each other. You wasn't getting around niggas like Malcolm when he got to a point of elevation and you just being a dumbass nigga. No, mm -hmm. nigga, you're going to learn this shit, you're going to study this shit, and you you need to be applying this shit. And I'm going to be in the field with you applying it. You know what I'm saying? We don't, niggas don't be holding each other accountable. Nigga be doing some stupid shit in the hood and nigga watch you like, hey, like watch this nigga do this dumb ass yeah, shit. Yeah. Like instead of just lacing you up and knowing like, nigga, I didn't crash that way before, cuz like that's out. Don't do that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like you could tell somebody something as like if you love them, but then it's people that like if I don't love you, I'll tell you anything just to get what I want from you. You know what I'm saying? And that's where a lot of misconstrued things come from I think in our time now like everybody's for self you might got a little small squad of people that you might look out for but other than that niggas is gatekeepers and niggas getting money they not helping you get no money not saying that niggas owe you to help you to get money but they're not gonna give you the game to get no money you know what I'm saying there's a lot of people that's young kids that's out here struggling that don't know shit and resort to crime or resort to things when you got and I think that's part of what Tyrese has was getting on like you got you got Mexicans that when they pops go to work they kids, you see them niggas in the store, seven, eight years old. Hey, look, you already running the, you just run, just get the change for me. You go stack the motherfucking this over here. They teaching these niggas the ins and outs because you gonna run this business one day. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Boy. So it's 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 just a different time, a different in, in our society. You know, um, hopefully we do wake up one day and get to that point when I get and they let a nigga like me get the millions. We gonna get right. Yeah. Facts. Last thing I want to say, really, just for Black History Month, is really, as black people, black men, black women, look at black culture. Like, all the people that we've been mentioning throughout the episode, um, even the, the couple people I just mentioned, like, that's what black culture is. It's not what you see. Not all of it is what you see in pop culture and on TV and in the movies and in the songs. Like, it's so much more to that. And I think, as a culture, we need to get back to praising that shit more and praising some of the shit that is popular culture less. That's a fact, man. Bars. And understand, melanin is worth more than gold. I want to keep saying that. Your skin is worth more than gold. You are greatness. Melanin is found in everything in the universe. Yo, you, you are actual... Being a melanated being is special. You are a part of the fucking universe. You're tapped in. It's a reason why them Africans, we like to laugh, oh, they was running with lions and zebras... Yeah, they tame them motherfuckers. <laughs> Name another race of, of people who can tame a hyena. Hyenas eat everything. You can't tame a hyena. They did. Had to sit. That motherfucker's sitting right there. They riding lions and shit. It's old oh, pictures of them. They got lions like pets. <laughs> Bro, it takes a special type of being. We tapped in with the universe. This is why they dumb you down and calcify your mind and poisoning your food to, to fucking calcify your third eye. Open your third eye. Do your research. That's my bars for Black History Month. Black history all year, all life. Love being black. Tyrese, come holler at us, cuz. And, Ty and, and Tyrese, you crazy because everything come from black. 
<laughs> it's the essence. Yeah. Come yeah. holla at us, Tyrese, cuh. 23rd Street. But I, I'm going to end it with that, man. The viral way. We're here to wake the sheep that sleep. Lead the way like Messiah said. Yeah, flash me and I'm out. All facts, man. no cap. Ain't no handouts. I did it from the ground up. In the streets, thug and hard as what they found us. Got a problem, nigga. Watch my troopers mount up. My bitches bang too. And you a lame, though. You niggas ain't outside. Yeah, we came through. You want your lights up? We put you on the shelf.